Hello, welcome to the Lone Show. I'm your host, John Milone, and in this episode, I brought on Risk Eleven, who will join us momentarily. Well, if he shows up, that is. But anyway, for our guest, she is from Conway, Arkansas. She's a musician, singer-songwriter, and independent artist. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Pamela Hopkins. Hello, how are y'all doing? Great. How's life? <laughs> well, here in Arkansas right now, very cold. <laughs> Yeah. Very, very cold. That's how life is. And I don't like the cold. So there you go. Uh, I, I, cold is, as long as it's not too cold, yeah, it, sh- it should be fine. Well, I think if it was if it was cold and sunny, I would be okay. But we just had, I was, you know, telling you a second ago, we just had an ice storm the last two days. And so it's just icy outside. It's not even snow. It's just ice yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not fun. Not fun. Yeah. So uh, have you been up too much recently? No, just writing. Uh, well, I say no, but I guess yes, actually, uh, you know, working my gigs and then um, booking new ones and working on touring and then uh, writing quite a bit um, here lately with my co-writer. So we have a lot of new music coming out over the next year. Okay, great. Have you done any live recently? Uh, yes, here we're live um, all the time. So uh, we're, there's no closures or anything like that. So I work every week. Great. What inspired you to become a music artist? Just my love of, of singing. And um, I guess it, it just, music has always just made my heart happy. You know, it's, I've always come back to it. Um, ever since I was a little girl, I've been in, you know, doing something with music, whether it's playing the cello or the piano or singing. And, you know, I was just fortunate enough to be able to make a living out of it now. So, I don't know if there's anything that inspired me. It's just, it's just what I've always done. Okay, great. What genre of music do you play in or do? Uh, uh, yeah, most, mostly country. Yeah, mostly country. Now my my gigs that I do, uh, we do a little bit of everything. So, but country is what I write. Okay. And I do my independent stuff. Okay, great. Uh, what was life for you growing up? Say that again. You cut out a little bit. What? What was life for you growing up? Um, well, I grew up not out in the country, um, here in, in Arkansas, and it's a smaller state out of the 50 states. Um, I don't know what you'd like, lower middle class. Uh, so my parents didn't make a whole lot of money, um, and uh, we couldn't could afford a whole lot. But I lived in just a suburban neighborhood, uh, small houses, and went to school in, a, I guess, a normal elementary. But it was considered kind of the rougher part of Little Rock, I guess, is where I grew up. And, um, but life, you know, it, I played, I don't remember a whole lot back then. That was a long time ago. <laughs> and, you know, there wasn't social media. So it was hard to, I guess, you know, we didn't, you know, nowadays the kids can keep up with, you know, what life is like for them as a younger person going older. Well, I was that age, like my kid's age, there wasn't social media. So it's, you're based on the pictures you took or, um, you know, just off your memory or if you kept a journal, which I didn't keep a journal. So, you know, I just remember playing outside and having to be in with the lights came on outside and, you know, having a pretty, it was okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, my childhood is all right. Yeah, right. It wasn't bad. It wasn't, it wasn't so great, but it wasn't so bad. I mean, I'm still living. I'm still doing good. Great. Great. What always makes you laugh, even when you're upset? Usually funny movies, like if I'm upset, um, 
you know, I like to watch comedies. That's one of my favorite genres of movies. And so if usually if I'm upset, I try to watch something to lighten my mood some. Then it'll make me laugh. And then just being around some of my friends that are just goofy and silly, you know. I always need to laugh. I can always call them. Nice. Uh, any any movies or shows in particular? I like um <laughs> Like Dazed and Confused is pretty funny to me. Um, Super Troopers, if you know about movies, things that just, you know, off the wall, funny to me. Uh, probably those two movies would be ones that I would go to. Um, there's another movie called Blockers. Just anything that's like a rom-com, you know, romantic comedy type movie. Or um, I hate to say the, the movie Jackass that just came out. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, like belly belly hurt laughing so hard <laughs> on parts of it. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, and then they're like, oh, my God, they just did that. <laughs> but, yeah, those types of movies, anything that's, you know, lighthearted and yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Great. What bad habit you want to get rid of? <laughs> Eating sweets. <laughs> yeah. I, I love like sweets and I have a, a, a like a sweet tooth. So, yeah, I can't resist them sometimes, unfortunately. Okay. Always, always battling my weight because of that. But I would say that's a pretty bad habit. Yeah. Like I'm not going to have it today. And then what happens? Yeah. I go to the refrigerator. I'm like, eh, we're going to eat it anyway. I'll deal with that tomorrow. Yeah. So have, do you travel often? I do. Um, in fact, in a, a week and a half, I will be leaving for Alaska and Hawaii on a military tour. So I'll be gone for, for two weeks doing music about two and a half weeks doing music and then in june i will be in the baltic hopefully <laughs> if everything's okay up there <laughs> that way yeah. i'll be i'll be on a yeah be working a cruise up there for five weeks so we'll see we'll see but yeah yeah love to travel yeah what 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 songs do you like most that you sang i love the song given a damn don't go with my outfit that one just makes me smile anytime I play it. <laughs> I like it. Um, my newest, yeah, yeah. My newest song, One More Last Kiss. I love uh, just the melody of it. And I love listening to Jason Lee Campbell sing that one, as well as little things. I'm, I'm a sucker for slow songs, but um, those are probably my, my three favorite that I, I do, that I've co-written and recorded. Okay, great. What is the most ridiculous fact you know? <laughs> That's, I, you know, I don't know. I have to think now. What is a ridiculous fact? I don't, I don't know. Could be I, any I, around your life. I, I know. I say, I don't know if it's ridiculous or not. Um, I don't know a whole lot of facts. <laughs> I, don't it's facts. <laughs> I don't know. Answer that one off the top of my head. I would have to sit and think about that one a long time and go, what is something I know that is, you know, a true ridiculous thing? I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Do you? What's yours? What's your ridiculous fact? Do you have one? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> the thing is, I have tons of facts, but I'm not sure which one to say. Right. Basically, the amount of spit we produce is enough to fill two swimming pools. That's like, crazy. Yeah. That, yeah, it's crazy, but. Who, who takes the time to make up make up a fat like that? Like, or or to, to study it. Yeah. <laughs> to like actually measure it and go, the amount of this is, you know. Like, 
my whole my whole life's fit in two swimming pools. That, that that's uh, uh, that's just nasty. Hmm. What's the most useful thing you own? You guys have a lot of questions. I don't even think about the most useful thing I own. Probably my phone. <laughs> okay. I would I would I would think my phone is the most useful thing. I mean, it helps me get you know from point A to point B when I don't know where I'm at. If I need to look up ridiculous facts, I can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there you go so i would say it's probably the most useful thing i mean it's my alarm clock it's uh it keeps notes on my songs it i keep recordings on there so i would probably think that is the most useful thing i own okay that in a bra maybe a bra uh, nobody okay. nobody wants to see all that without one yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> what was the last good book you've read Hmm. When I was an English teacher, I used to read, um, gosh, I'm trying to think of the name of it now. It's been, that was years ago that I've actually read a book. I do a lot of listening to books. Um, so if I said audiobooks, if you say read or, you know, listen to, um, back when I was an English teacher, I enjoyed the, uh, young adult novels, um, Patrick Carmen novels, any of those were always great. Now, the most useful book that I have um, listened to lately, because I do a lot of traveling, so I listen to books, is called, and I don't know if I can say the word, am I allowed to say the word? It's got a bad word in it. Hmm. But it's, it's called Uneth yeah. Yourself. Uneth yeah. Yourself. There you can fill in the blanks. But it's by uh, Gary John Bishop, and it's, it's a great, great book. <laughs> he just gives a lot of life... Uh, you know, little life tidbits, like how not to get stuck in everyday stuff and things you need to do to pull yourself forward. And so I thought that was like a really, really useful book. Um, I probably listened to it about two months ago, probably when I finished it, but I really enjoyed that one. So an F yourself and you can, like I said, fill in the, the word there, <clears throat> excuse me, by uh, Gary John Bishop. It's really good. Really good book. I highly recommend it. Yeah. What's the most yeah. awkward... What's the most awkward experience you've had? <laughs> I was not planning on these questions. <laughs> awkward. Ah, man. I mean, the only I can think of like the most, you know, one that sticks out in my mind is when I was a kid. Um, I would say, and that's probably, I, I'm filled with awkward stuff all the time. Um, so they're not really, they don't stick out in my head. But I know there was this time, and it was also embarrassing. It was awkward and embarrassing. But um, when I was a kid, I used to be a cheerleader. I say kid, I was a teenager, you know, going through those teenagers. And uh, yeah, <laughs> being a cheerleader, and this is, we had this short skirts, and I was wearing a sweatshirt. And because I didn't like the bulk underneath my sweatshirt, I would just wear the sweatshirt with my skirt during the day because at night, you know, I was wearing it to school as to represent, you know, it's a game day. Well, we had a pep rally and I was a tumbler. And so I had to go and do like round off back handsprings across the floor. Well, and again, I didn't wear my other shirt under the shirt. And as I tumbled, my sweatshirt about came off like it was above my head and everybody saw so I felt extremely embarrassed, extremely awkward, because after I got, I was like, I was the only one out there in the middle of the floor tumbling. And I was like, this is uh, highly embarrassing and highly awkward for me. But um, recent experiences, like I said, none stick out as, you know, just people coming up to you and standing there. Besides that, like when I'm playing, sitting there staring at me, it's always awkward. But mm -hmm. I, those. 
<laughs> yeah. Stare at me while I'm playing and singing, then you just go right on ahead. <laughs> it's usually men, you know, they'll stand right in front of you, but that would be probably recent, you know, recent awkwardness that happens. But the other, I've always remembered that. And then from then on changed the way I uh, dressed under my sweatshirt because my sweatshirt was too big. And I was like, yeah, we're going to put something else under that. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So what was like your what was your first show ever like? What was the feeling with when you did your first ever show? Was there any particular um, feeling you were feeling? Nervousness or yeah, yes, nervous. Um probably my first show with my band was like just don't forget the lyrics. <laughs> don't forget the lyrics. And I had it in front of me. <laughs> you know, settling your nerves. Because I'm a dueling piano player, you know, at, as that's my trade. I've been doing that for almost nine years. And so I'm always on stage with another player. And, um, you know, now I do my own shows as well. So I have the dueling piano shows. So we cover everything from the 50s day, all genres. Um, and it's mostly an all request show. And um, when my band does stuff, of course, you know, we've rehearsed. And when we're rehearsing my original stuff versus cover songs, um, it can be, you know, you're just hoping because they do other gigs as well. They're not, they don't just work for me. They work for other artists as well, but you're hoping they remember your songs. <laughs> and sometimes one of like, I know like my first gig, I was like, how does that song go? How does that song go? And I could not remember for the life of me until they started playing the guitar. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's how it goes. And it just the nerves, you know, and you start shaking a little bit. <laughs> it's like, please. And you get the self-talk self-talk yourself down off that and just go on with it but um we've gotten a lot better at that i say we by me is what i'm talking about i've gotten a lot better at uh remembering (laughs) remembering my songs so they're professionals me they're doing pretend like i know what i'm doing (laughs) yeah so at the start before the start of this interview i've heard that one of your cats was meowing and you want it was upset with you because you weren't petting it. I was wondering, <laughs> do you do you have any other pets? I do. We have a dog as well. So we have a dog named Benny, and then, then my cat in here. This is a uh, Smokey, and so she's. If you could see, she's. Which I know you can't, but she's sitting behind me in the window. So she got tired of me not petting her. I put her in my lap, and she she hopped down. But yeah, I have a dog as well. That is his name's Benny. And he's a mutt, so he's a mixed breed, uh, and oh. <laughs> he's a mixed breed. He's just a mutt, yeah. But he is the sweetest dog, and he's very smart, and he knows how to beg for food really well. Anytime you open the refrigerator, he can be in a dead sleep. <laughs> he could be in a dead sleep, and you open the refrigerator, he hears it, and here he comes. I'm like, I'm just getting a, and he's just like, mm, nope, I think you're getting out a piece of cheese for me. And I'm just <laughs> like, okay, I guess I'm giving you a piece of cheese. Or the cabinet, it can you can be totally quiet, you know, this dog. Uh, and open up the cabinet real light and just be like, try not to wake him up. And he's in the other room, like dead asleep. And he's like, mm, no, I think you have peanut butter. <laughs> Give me some of that. <laughs> yeah. He's a good dog, though. Yeah. What's the best way to start? So what? what? <laughs> What's the best way to start the morning? Uh, sleeping in. <laughs> sleeping in that's the best way to start my morning waking up to the the alarm clock and just laying there and going i think i'm gonna go back to sleep for an hour (laughs) yeah it's pretty much what i do uh because you know i I work a day job but it's on my own schedule i pick my schedule and so there's a lot of days i don't have to travel do 
I can work from here. So I just work anytime I want. So I just get up when I want. And so I'll have this set time when I go to bed at night, cause I'm a night person. Cause I work at nights in the clubs, uh, playing and singing. And, um, so my schedule's a little off, so I may not go to bed till 3am in the morning. And then, you know, my alarm goes off. I'm like, okay, I got to get stuff done. I'll set my alarm for like 8.30 in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning, and it goes off. And I'm like, okay, what exactly do I, and I start running through my day in my head and I'm like, I look at the clock and I'm like, hmm, I think I can get another hour of sleep in before I wake up. And so I'll reset my alarm and go back to sleep. <laughs> That's the way I start my morning. Cause then I feel better. I get up and, you know, go about my business. Usually it's going from my bed to the couch to get on my computer. <laughs> There you go. It's exciting life here so at my what's, house. <laughs> so what's your pro what's So what's way? your process like making music? What's your process for making music? Okay, do you have a so, certain routine that you like to do with it? Yeah, so I I keep um lots of ideas and song titles and um like little lyrics or whatever in my phone and when we do a co-write, which is usually weekly, and sometimes every other weekly, I, uh, every other week I co-write with my uh, co-writers out of Nashville, and we do a Zoom call, and then we go over like, okay, what is everybody feeling today? Um, and I'll go over titles in my phone and what I've been thinking about for the week or the last couple of months, and then they'll talk about you know things that have kind of been on my mind, like, hey, you know, I've got this this melody that's resonating. What do you think about this? And we kind of just kick it around until we come up with like, okay, what, what are we focusing on today? And then we just kind of start crafting at that point. And usually it's because one of them has had a, you know, I've got this melody kicking around in my head. Um, see what you think. And then they'll start playing on the guitar and kind of singing a dead it. Look at this. And I'm like, I think that'll fit. And then we just kind of get a Google document going and we start writing. Um, we generally finish a song every time we're together. Sometimes it takes us two writing sessions. Uh, this Monday we had a writing session and we got about halfway through a song and we're going to revisit it next week. So we had to let it sit because we were stuck. <laughs> like, let's just let it sit. We'll come back to it next week and we'll try it again. And one of us records uh, like a, how it kind of went, what we were thinking at the time. And we pull it back up next week and we go at it again. So at that rate, we write uh, generally, you know, three to four songs a month. Um, and then basically when it's time for me to go in the studio, I'll go over all the songs that we've written and I'll figure out what I like best. And those are the ones that I'll pay to have, you know, recorded. So that's kind of the process. And some people go like, oh, I have this, you know, but that's it truly I'm great at, at ideas and storylines and they're great at melody. And it's just, a, we're a great team to put that stuff together and, and create um, something that is a great song. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Have you broken anything? <laughs> like bones? <laughs> <laughs> anything? Uh, yeah. Well, I've broken three bones in my body. Uh, I've broken, uh, yeah, I mean, I drop stuff. <laughs> break stuff all the time. <laughs> I think I broke my glasses the other day. <laughs> I, can, I can never not break my phone. You know, the most useful thing I have, it's always uh, got a cracked screen on it. So, yeah, I break lots of things. <laughs> never usually on purpose. <laughs> never. They're usually accidents because I'm a little clumsy. But it happens, you know. <laughs> yeah. What's your biggest fear? 
My biggest what? Biggest fear. 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 Yeah, you got you got to talk southern for me. <laughs> um, my biggest fear, probably, and I know this is. I'm not fearful of many things. Um, I was a cop for 13 years, so when you think fear, you think you know things like that. So not very many things, you know, am I fearful of? But I would say probably my biggest fear is losing one of my children before I die. You know, um, nobody wants to bury their kid, <laughs> and that that is it's a big fear of mine. No. So. If I would have said, yeah, that's, that's a fear. Otherwise I don't, I don't have many cause I don't fear failure. Cause you know, I think you grow through failure. I don't fear people. People don't, I'm not scared of people. And like I said, maybe that's because I was a police officer for 13 years of my life that um, people generally don't scare me. You know, I'm a pretty bold person, so I can hold my own with anybody. Um, that's probably the biggest thing, though, is, you know, I don't fear death because I figure we're all going there. Eventually, none of us get out alive, so it doesn't scare me. But, you know, like I said, fear that one of my, my, my children are going to pass before me or be so injured or hurt or something happen that I can't help them. Because, you know, that, that, that helplessness, helplessness to help them would probably be a fear of mine, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. But that's part of the mom in me. Yeah. If you had to get yeah. rid of a holiday, which would you get rid of? Which holiday would I get rid of? Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay. I would get rid of Valentine's Day. I think it's very commercialized and kind of stupid, but that's just my, my opinion. I like the idea of it. I don't like uh, the fact that flowers, you know, go up uh, and, you know, it's a, it's a marketing scheme. I just, I don't care for that. Hmm. Okay. I would say Easter. Easter? Why? Why Easter? What would yours be, Jamie? Yeah. No, no, no. Just no. because they like they, it's a big mark. I want to hear your reasoning. That's what I was going to say. I was going to give the reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it, basically, because of the marketing, like the whole aspect of them, like marketing, marketing chocolate eggs, like the whole like marketing of like chocolate eggs and all that stuff, like just for one specific month and that. Right. That's mainly but, the reason. But man, the chocolate eggs are great. <laughs> you put some peanut butter yeah. in it. <laughs> I yeah. probably like Easter because of the chocolate eggs. <laughs> 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 I look forward to the chocolate What would yours eggs. be, Jamie? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not too strong on some of the holidays, but I would say... Um, freak. Hold on. Halloween. No. Why yeah, I can all? agree. I can agree with that one. No, I love <laughs> Halloween. That's my favorite. That's my favorite holiday. I love Halloween. <laughs> Halloween is so fun. It's so fun to dress up as something you're not. It's a one year that women can, you know, parade around like <laughs> they want and not be talked about that bad. <laughs> like they might, they might normally dress like that, but if they did it any other time of the year, y'all, you know, people would be like, oh my God, she looks like a slut. But if they do it on Halloween, just like, well, there, there you go. It's just Halloween. Just dress them up. Mm -hmm. I don't, but because I don't have that kind of body, but you know, I am those that do, but I True. do. I, I love scary stuff though. So Halloween is my, probably my favorite that in, in our independence day here. Cause I like fireworks, you know, blowing stuff up and dressing up into the characters that, <laughs> And again, it's the candy, it's the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Can't yeah. get rid of Halloween. I mean, I don't mind nah. in general, but there are just some things about Halloween that people do that just uh, it just rubs me in the wrong way. But yeah, it's no big deal. What you mean the trick or treat side of it? No, 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 it's not, no. It's not like people go putting stuff in your your house. Uh, no, it's not. It's not that thing. It's <laughs> the other thing. Uh, the time where teenagers uh, go out for parties, whatever. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure how to process this, but I feel like every time there's going to be a Halloween party, all the teenagers like go. They go get crazy with the alcohol. I, I remember uh... the Halloween party. The, some of the people at that party they're, they're going crazy with the alcohol and uh, as most and most of the costumes are questionable if I say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we don't I say we I have I have teenagers uh, too and one's seventeen one's eighteen and then I have a twenty one year old but they didn't really they always mean so we just dressed up and we made our house real scary for the trick-or-treaters like we loved looking at the little costumes that the little kids had and you know we always enjoyed it that was one of our favorite you know things to do so I don't I, like the parties I didn't did never do that so I didn't experience that side of it I guess yeah I don't I don't mind Halloween and people having fun but uh still want people going too crazy in case um right before things get something gets too serious if you know what right. I'm saying well, and our Fourth of July is, you know, like a an alcohol fest, so that would probably not appeal to you then. <laughs> yeah. Are you a cat person or a dog person? Cat. Okay. I am a cat. I, I like puppies, and dogs are okay, but. But you prefer just, cats. Yeah, they're dogs are needy, and like I said, I have one. It's my son's dog. Um, we got it for him. And we end up taking care of it more than he does. And like I said, I can't even go in the refrigerator without the dog standing there like, feed me. <laughs> My cat sits in here and she's in her little bed. She's like, man, I'm a nap for a while. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm a cool chill, by <laughs> chill by the window. Yeah. yeah, the cat doesn't bother. Yes, I'm totally a cat person. Yeah. What's the craziest, most outrageous thing you want to achieve? Hmm. I think, uh, and I don't know if it's that, that outrageous. I say, you know, something I'd love to do, kind of bucket list is go skydiving. I'd love to do that. I don't know if that's an achievement, achievement, not dying on the way down. Um, but like career wise, I would say, you know, selling some of my songs and, and writing for bigger artists. So anymore, <laughs> like they can make them famous for me. And, uh, you know, I can get what they call mailbox money. Yeah, that would be great. But I'd also love to be performing, you know, as a major artist as well. So those would be great achievements, I think. But if they don't happen, I'm cool with it. You know, I'm happy, okay. ha happy where I am and I just keep pushing forward, you know, and that's all I can do. And what's supposed to happen will happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's the biggest secret you've kept? <laughs> well, I can't tell you. It's a secret. <laughs> I like it. I, li I like you. I, I respect that. It's a secret. I love it. Yes. That, that, that's a trick question. Yes. Don't say it. No matter who, no matter where, no matter when. You don't Take say it, it to your grave. It's the biggest secret. Yeah. yeah. What's the bigger secret you kept? What? You th you, you think I would fall for that? <laughs> it's worth a try. <laughs> I'm not falling for that. I mean, you could, you could, we could talk about secrets that had been revealed, 
you know, like I kept that and it was a secret and nobody knew. And then of course the person said something, you know, like pregnancies or stuff like that or elopement, oh, yeah. but, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's fine. Yeah. Those are like the biggest secrets. No, my biggest secret I would never tell. Yeah. You put a gun to my head. And probably the reason I would never tell you is because I've already forgotten what it was. <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless you were asking specifically, <laughs> I've probably already forgotten it. That's why I tell people, I'm like, you could tell me anything because most likely I'll forget it as soon as I walk out the door <laughs> until I see you again. I'll be like, ah, <laughs> you know, it's gone out the, out the head. Boom. Gone. Absolutely. Or I'll just write a song about it. <laughs> about to. <laughs> and then Michael always asked me, you know, did me the backstory on this? I'm like, sometimes I can't give you the true backstory on this. <laughs> can't always do that. Yeah. Hide my sources. What's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? Um, hire an attorney, <laughs> not tell anybody, and move. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah. Move. I would not at my house. I would. Nope. That's it. I'm out. Not tell anybody. And I'm gone. By the time they found out, they're like, where's go find her? Nope. She's, she's out of here. <laughs> yeah. I probably just would not show up for work. <laughs> where's Pam? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> do you like, do you like spicy food? Love spicy food. Okay. Love. So like when I eat sushi, um, I always get the spicy tuna, spicy rolls or whatever spicy. It's always got to have the spice on it. And then I take the wasabi and I mix it in to the Worcestershire sauce. And it's more wasabi than it is, you know, or not Worcestershire, but uh, sorry, soy, not Worcestershire sauce, soy sauce. But it's more wasabi than that. So it makes my nose burn when I eat it. I love it. <laughs> so okay. good. Oh, yeah. It's good. What is your pet peeve? Stupid people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stupid people. Uh, Stupid people. Totally agree. People who just you're just like, what are you are you are you firing all on all cylinders? Did you have to I mean somebody tell you to breathe in and breathe out? Like what are we doing here? Yeah. Some Especially people. people who do it intentionally just to like take the take the neck out of us. I know. Yeah. I would also say bad drivers. Like Yeah. Get out of the fast. Yeah. I have it all the time. Like get out of the fast lane. You're going fifty five the speed limit seventy five. Get over. Mm-hmm. Ah! Yeah, it drives me nuts. Yeah. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Okay. It's meat between bread, right? Yeah. I, guess. <laughs> I would yeah. call it a sandwich. <laughs> what else would it be? What else is it considered? Is that just a hot dog? <laughs> mm. True. I don't Good know. Because you could split the hot dog open and put other things in it, you know, and you put condiments on it like you do a ham sandwich. It's just on a different bread. Yeah. And, and if I yeah, if yeah. I didn't have a loaf of bread and all I had were hot dog buns and I had ham or turkey in my refrigerator, I would put it on the bun and it would still be a sandwich. So I'm going to say, yes, I'm going to say it doesn't matter what the meat is in the middle. It's a sandwich. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's all we have for this episode. It's great having you, having Pamela. It was great talking about your career and, and all the other sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are fun. <laughs> yeah. No problem. We'll send you the link when it goes live. Won't we, Jamie? Yep. Absolutely. Well, thank and you. I appreciate good, it. Good. Good. No next problem. Time, stay tuned.
Fumo.